Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Do you get me? All right, let's go. Let's go. spot you know yo but that was good like it was very good do you know what the problem is with people like me we just like everything has to be like because so, i there was like a few mistakes there and i'm like uh, nah, nah, I, mean, I was just really into it i just the whole idea of like you getting into the you know the motion playing everything out which is just like cool man effortless yeah yeah cool man cool, cool. what's going That's on good. Man. i'm good i'm good so this is the third episode, or should I say, um, one special edition. Um, my name is Q, and is the part next door. Actually, very elated. Should I say excited. Yeah, to be in a building. To be in a building is actually. <laughs> <laughs> With producer, I was just like, like the other day. I mean, we actually met before. We just yeah, had a yeah, conversation yeah. about. Everything um, with music, with yeah. producing, yeah. with a whole lot of, you know, like aspect of like music. And I just yeah, yeah. like wanted to come to you in person today. No, no, no. Cool. Just have That's a conversation. Okay. So if you're listening to us right now, we have Mike's Quest in the building. Yo, this is where they play the drums. drums. Oh, for <laughs> real? Hey, let them play, man. Let them play. I'm not a drum. Actually, I play percussion, but not like drum kit. Like oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. No, but thank you for having me, man. Thanks for the invite. You know, I mean, it's cool, man. I love what you guys are doing, man. So, a good look, man. I appreciate it. That's great. Amazing to hear that. Um, so quickly, we're just gonna um talk about a few things. We're not just like what we normally do. Today's gonna take a U-turn because we just wanna explore some aspect of like music. Yeah, and yeah, cool. Knowing man. the fact that you are, <clears throat> like. One of the best producers that I've ever met. Oh, you know? wow. Oh, yeah, for wow. real, man. Wow, nah, man. I appreciate it, man. That's crazy. I'm sure you've met a lot of talented guys. Oh, man. yeah, but like... And, and females as well. 
Yeah, so we just want to like talk about some few things. Um, so quickly um, talk about producing music, right? Because yeah, yeah. I think that is uh, uh, something that I really want to know. Like, yeah. So um, just getting to know you backstage, yeah. I know that you actually have a lot, you know, when you are trying to produce music or trying to produce something like something good for people to, to you know, listen yeah. to. Yeah. So um, would you... Like I would want you to t tell us like what what it takes or just the process and you know just even before we get there right just a little bit about who you are and then yeah. the 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 like your side of music that the educational side of it because yeah. I know you've had a lot so yeah so time. so I'm Mike's Quest um, I'm a record producer um, composer and um, like musician. Um, on, the, on the music front um, and um, what else what else do you want to know uh, you said education yeah okay so yeah I mean I've studied music technology um, I've studied like um, composition at like degree level and stuff and um, had quite a bit of experience in the, in the record industry creatively and from also from like a um, I guess like a managerial or like record executive perspective as well um and a writer as well from that perspective as well like in terms of like being um published a few times and stuff like that so yeah right that's great that's great i mean because i again i know you so this will sound like i'm just giving out too much but yeah you know just the whole idea of like music you being able to have some sort of like education yeah. behind it and yeah. you know just understanding the components that yeah, goes yeah. on into producing the music yeah right? so quickly i just want to um ask like what actually goes into making perfect music you do yeah so i mean i don't know about perfect music but i mean like for me personally um so a bit about my background so um i've been producing since i was like a, a teenager and um, I think even I had my first like um, production deal with a major label. I was like, I think 18, 19, like, this is like going back. And um, <clears throat> I was producing for artists on major labels that were signed and stuff like that. And it was good, getting paid, getting royalties, all that kind of stuff uh, for a long time. And then um, one of my own artists that I started developing um, she got signed, so I got her a record deal, got her a publishing deal, you know, um, we were like touring globally and stuff, like her name um, was Hadara, um, and um, she used to be called H Boogie. So what happened was during that period, Charlie, like I forgot grab my goodness one time, <laughs> this guy's cheating with the stuff. Nah, thanks a lot for this though. <laughs> but yeah, so, so then I kind of like put, I didn't put production on the back seat, but I was so busy doing like management stuff, record yeah. deals, publishing deals, blah, 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 touring, all that kind of stuff. I didn't have as much time, right? So I was still producing, but not as much as I was initially. Then I started um, working with um, Beyonce's dad and Beyonce and Destiny's Child and the company called Music World, um, which we set up in, in the UK it was like going back and forth to the states like to houston to work on 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 all of that kind of stuff so again that took a lot of time out of me 
producing, even though like I was also able to explore some stuff like creatively with some of the artists. Um, so that was quite good. Um, I was able to explore some stuff creatively and then um, like I worked with Solange, you know, like had like sessions with like Kelly Rowland and stuff. Um, so that was a really good experience as well. Um, but then going back to your question, I was just giving you the backdrop. Um, then I was like in church as well, like playing in London at a church called Ruwak. Um, so that's where like I was like learning like live performing in terms of like keyboard and stuff like that. Um, so when I like fast track forward, I got to a point where I'm like, nah, I need to get back in the studio. Like that's my first love. That's what my passion is, creating music. So then I was like, okay, now everyone's got a laptop, everyone's making beats, telling everybody, do you get me? There's all these apps and stuff. So I'm like, okay, how am I gonna like overtake and kind of like make my mark and create my own lane, so to speak. So then I went, I decided, because I'd always been into classical music as well, I'd always loved classical music and stuff, but um, I never really done like in-depth, like, studying of it like i'd done it a bit here and there and then done a few um grades as well so then i went to uni full time like as a mature student um and then i studied like composition and orchestration stuff for like three years like a full-time degree um because i knew that that was the element that i wanted to add to what i had already done in the studio like as a producer and as a musician and stuff that just having that music theory knowledge that practical knowledge of working with like orchestras different types of instruments not just regular like telling me about beats do you know what i mean yeah. but like working with like bassoonists or writing for cello or double bass or clarinet or whatever do you get me yeah. um so by the time i finished that i was like i felt like i had a 360 kind of like scope musically in terms of being able to execute what I really, really want to execute. Do you see what I mean? Whether it's like going into film scoring or just going into producing a record or going into doing soundscapes or whatever. Um, I had that capability and that confidence to be able to do that. Um, so now when I'm producing, like these are all the elements on top of like just music that I've been inspired by and influenced by be it african music be it r&b be it soul be it hip-hop be it jazz be it gospel um all of these things are in one massive toyota <laughs> what space yeah just being ground together <laughs> to just give whatever sound you know is a mike's quest sound you know great that's great because I, I mean just just listening to you, it's like you have uh, what's it called touch on all these like aspect of or genre of music. Yeah. So you say jazz, say like like hip hop, yeah, um, hip life. Yeah. You are able to like cross. Yeah. I mean, I would want to know like what's your what's your favorite um, beat to produce? Like, let me just ask. But you, do you know what? No, spot. no, I hear that. But but the thing is, like, I feel like. The reason it's hard to answer that question is because if you listen to all my music, like, for example, if you ask me to produce an R&B record, right, you're going to hear something in there that's not quite, like, 
it's going to still stand. It's a bit like, for example, like I like to use Pharrell or Timberland or Missy as examples because no matter what genre they do, like, you know, Pharrell with the Neptunes, they worked with everybody from Britney Spears to Khalees to Clips, who are rappers, like totally different genres. You're talking about just right there, you've got pop, you've got R&B, and then you've got like hip hop or rap, right? Um, but whether you listen to Neptune's playing hip hop or Neptune's doing pop with Britney or Neptune's doing R&B with Khalees, there was a consistently a particular sound that you know is them. So regardless of the genre or the tempo, there was like something that identified was same with like Timbaland. You just know a Timbaland beat, whether it's a slow jam or it's a hype beat, you just know a Timbaland beat or a Missy. Do you see what I mean? So I feel like for me, it's similar. So even if I say oh, today I'm just doing hip life or Afrobeats or whatever, it's never going to quite sound like a pure generic Beat sound. You're gonna hear something that's gonna be that's like, like a this signature, doesn't... you know. I don't know if signature is the word, but like just something that makes you know that it's not like a, a typical. Like, because there's some producers who are who are very disciplined and very good at. Okay, you want this Wizkid sound? I'll give you exactly that. You want Amashi Lily? I'll give you exactly that. They don't have an identifiable sound. They just produce what's required of them. Whereas I feel like. I have a very strong identity sonically, right, right, right. Uh, which may or may not be a good thing. Maybe because sometimes someone just wants something, not with a Mike Square's identity, but they just want this thing. And tell it, I know if you do, yeah, do you, yeah. because I'm going to sprinkle something, I'm going to add something. Do you get me? Yeah, I feel you. Um, so, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. All right. So, um, <clears throat> so let's just, let's just try and then, you know, backtrack to the whole producing of music right now. Yeah. I know that, you know, you you can also not only just produce, but you are also able to, like, deliver verses and all that now. Um, well, I mean, I, I do, like, vocal production. So, like, I work quite closely with singers to produce what I want. Like, I can oh, okay. co-write and stuff as well, um, like, lyrics and stuff like that. and And even, like give harmonies like in terms of like vocal production so like if there's particular harmonies and stuff that i want can okay sing what harmonies i want you to sing and stuff like that but i definitely don't classify myself as a singer as a singer nah now i would want to know like um which standing artist or yeah. say even regardless of the country or like the yeah like which artist have you sort of like worked with and also like what goes into in a better feature yeah um with these artists like so it just maybe like a four liner like like a four yeah i mean obviously that like, we're, we're in ghana so at the moment so i mean in terms of ghana if we yeah. start there um i mean it's easier to start with like the most recent tracks that i've had out so um recently had tracks out with so like for example like tinganingi was with like kelvin boy um, but then also Angel. Angel's an amazing, amazing R&B um, singer from the UK. He's currently signed in the States. Um, like, super, super dope. Um, so you should check him out. Like, he's worked with, like, so many people. Swiss Beats, all these kind of guys. Um, I think he even recently done a remix with WDO as well. 
um, but like super dope. So that collaborate um, was like super dope, like with Kelvin and Angel uh, on Tingy Ningy and um, Kimani as well. Um, then after that, I dropped um, No Apologies, which was with Manifest. Uh, Manifest is such a dope rapper. Um, so with Manifest and um, B for Bona. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. It's like, before Bonner reminds you of like an ODB. Like, I don't know if you was into Wu-Tang and stuff. Um, old Dirty Bastard was like a like proper out there kind of guy. Like, I feel like Bonner is so raw with his talent. Um, and Kimani was on that record as well. Kimani is an artist from the UK that I work with. Um, really, really, really super talented. Actually, I met him in uni when I went to like we were like the two black guys with like all these people in in uni. So um, it was really, really cool. Um, and then most recent track that's out currently is Catchy Catchy with Ifia and Calvin Boy and Camilo. Mm. Um, I mean, like. With these features, because you was like you was asking like how I get the features and stuff, it's different processes. Sometimes it's just relationships. Like for example, like if yeah, is someone I've known for a long time. Like we 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 worked together ages ago, and then we just stayed in touch. And you know the timing was right and stuff, and we just reconnected. Um, so sometimes it's relationships. That like Calvin Boy, I met him in London. We done a few tracks when he first came to London and then we stayed in touch and like we've got so many tracks together, it's crazy. Like literally we could put out an album. Um wow. yeah, so um because he's he's great in the studio, he's so versatile and he's able to just like he always surprises me how he's able to just lyrically and, and melodically just come up with stuff. Do you get me? Regardless of the type of beat. Like even if it's a very different kind of beat, he'll still find like a vibe to it um but then i don't know like sometimes it's just like you reach out to people and kind of see if they're up for it and if they're not you keep it moving yeah. you know yeah. um sometimes yeah. it's not straightforward sometimes it's like you know it's an uphill struggle trying to connect with artists sometimes it's very political um but you know you got to work with it yeah i get that a lot and and i also know that that's something that you know happens when you are like <clears throat> trying to get with artists or trying to get them to feature on the song. So, you know, even when you say something about it not being straightforward, yeah. you know that there is, uh, I mean, nobody tells you this, but yeah. if you are in the music industry, there is like uh, some sort of like, uh, should I say, trying to get people to feature on a song. Mm. Sometimes it's just not straightforward, like the yeah. way you are saying it. And, <clears throat> you know, looking at the fact that you have been in a position where you are able to connect with some of these people. Like, yeah. do you think that, um, right, mm. there should be some sort of, like, uh, improvement in trying to get people? Because I know that sometimes it's very, very, very difficult. Yeah, I feel like the bottom line is the problem is the music business. Because, yeah. you know, over here, the infrastructure is such that most guys see revenue via shows, right? 
So if you've always been making revenue through shows, you don't get shows unless you're popular. Yeah. Right? So, so the connectivity mentally for them is, who is this person? Are they popular? If the person's not popular, then they can't see how that connection can benefit them. Meanwhile, that person who might not be popular, like I remember trying to connect an artist with a very, very, very influential music executive, right? Mm. Hardly uses social media. She's got an Instagram account. I think she's got like 200 followers or 150 or whatever, right? But this is like a top, 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 top level, um, a really, really top level um, executive. And when I when I tried to make the connection, the person went on the, on on that executive's IG, and was like, you could see that the person had already made up their minds. Like, ah, Charlie, but do me this, like, oh, Charlie, blue tick, self no day, Charlie, where are, where am I? You get me? And I'm like, bro, like, this person can change your life in an hour. Do you see what I mean? Of a couple of phone calls, you've totally missed it. Do you get me? Because you're so used to hype. Do you get me? Or this one's coming with some 5,000 Ghana, 10,000 Ghana or whatever. And and I'm like, but it's not their fault because they, they haven't seen anything else but shows or maybe endorsements through telecoms mostly, right? Um, whereas you go internationally, people, they're not going to go and check on IG. They're going to go on LinkedIn because they know that a record executive of that level is probably likely to have a LinkedIn profile that breaks down who they are. Do you understand? Thanks. You know, um, for example, like the lady that signed um, Jackie, um, you know, Jackie from Ghana, you know, Tappy. I mean, if you go on Tappy, um, Tapanas was um, IG. If you don't know her, you won't know that she's like practically head of Sony Africa. Do you see what I mean? So, it, but, but again, you have to know the music business. You have to make it a point to, you know, do your networking, know who's who, know who's influential and not look at the outside, like, hype. Yeah, so just like the aesthetic of it. So they go and say, IG, they see that you have a blue check. Like, okay, maybe you will be someone that they can yeah. work with. But and then even don't. that, if they don't have the person, maybe has tick and then maybe not a lot of numbers, then again... You know, yeah. most of the time you see that the response isn't quite... But I'm saying sometimes somebody could hit you up and that person could be like super, super, super talented or connected or whatever. And you might have missed an opportunity. And I'm not just saying that just from my perspective. I see it happening all the time. Do you see what I mean? With other people as well. Um, so, like I said, that's one aspect that I think is going to take a bit of time to iron out because... At the moment, it's like our guys and girls are like at a certain level and now there's international exposure coming. But then what happens very quickly is when they go abroad for shows, it's an amazing thing for Ghana. Um, but I know a lot of them would have been having reality checks because when you land and you realise, hey, Charlie, you'll be a Charlie. Hype, no? It's literally in Ghana. Like, people are walking past you. No one knows who you are. You're just in a regular schmegler hotel. Maybe even sharing a room or whatever. And it's real. Like, this yeah. stuff, like, wakes you up and makes you realise that there's so much more work to do. So, when people reach out, like, even if 
don't know, let your management do the homework, like verify them properly, do the research, because maybe that might be your break. Yeah. You get me? Facts. Facts. Um, so, so that's one of the frustrations that um, I have just out of love for Ghana. Like, you know, I'm cool. Like, I'm okay enough to be making money from like songs I've co-written and stuff and back catalogs and stuff. Do you get me? So when I reach out to people and they don't, you know, I'm just like, Charlie, cool, it's all good. Do you get me? But at the same time, if someone asks me, oh, what are you doing to improve the industry in Ghana? I'm like, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't when you're trying to like pass on knowledge, pass on information. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole, I think for me personally, the way I see it, I look at this, this situation. I mean, you just said everything. It's just like networking, right? Even yeah. Sometimes when you are... <clears throat> trying to get people to even come for interviews, they will yeah. just really like delay. Yeah. Even looking at the fact that you have the hype, even, yeah. right? Yeah. They even delay, like this artist just like um, um, run you through a whole lot of stress before yeah. you can get them. And so I just think that, you know, it's just having that, just being open to the yeah. idea of like everything because, yeah. you know, it might be a break. Yeah. And it's like a two-way thing. Just yeah. about it that way. Because you're no, not even going to win, right? So, of yeah, course. I mean, I mean, I do I do understand that. So, just the whole idea of, like, networking, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, I mean, that's just that's just a whole lot to unpack. Cause you yeah, no, no, of course. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just really... But like really I said, I don't think it's a deliberate things, thing. I think it's a culture. Yeah. Do you get me? Because a lot of them as well, they have management who don't really even they've been loyal sort of like team players but they're not real proper managers in the sense that they don't understand how the industry really really works internationally so how can you take the artist internationally if you don't even understand how it works internationally you get me so mm. but we're definitely mm. getting there mm. you know like i said artists are breaking through i mentioned jackie if you check out like amaray you know yeah. like the yeah. execution mm. of her branding and just her movement, like regardless of <laughs> if someone's like knows who she is or doesn't know who she is, you can see it's working. Like they're making very, very positive, powerful moves. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Even you take Sark, um, you know, internationally, he's like, he's penetrating. And this is someone who raps mostly in Chi. But because now they get how to like execute it's like you can see how different his movement is like in recent times mm, okay um right. so you right. know it's good it's a good reflection i just have like one last question before sure we just, we just yeah yeah up all good, all good. so um <clears throat> then you were just saying not to drag things back but you were just saying that you're not more of like a like a singer or rapper or anything so from the way i see things right yeah. am i gonna like Push you in the ranks of like say DJ Khali. Like, <laughs> do you know what? The, every like it's so funny how since this DJ Khaled thing, I mean, I get why people like make that reference. Um, because it's easy to do it in the sense of okay, DJ Khaled features artists on his yeah. on like he features artists, right? Yes, there's that similarity, but the reason why I also don't think it's the best example. Is because um, from what I know, I mean, DJ Khaled might be making beats in the studio or he might be having programmers or whatever. He's still producing the records. I'm not taking that away from him at all. But um, for me, I'm more of a performing producer. So 
for example, if you take someone like Robert Glasper, um, Robert Glasper is an amazing like pianist, like jazz pianist slash producer. Um, and he's worked with so many people. One of his recent tracks with her, um, dope, dope artist called her, you know, they won an Oscar off the back of the track being on a soundtrack, apart from winning Grammys as well. Do you know what I mean? He's an amazing, he's a performer. So he's a producer, but if he's booked for a show, he's going to play the piano. Dick Hallett is not going to play any instruments. He might not even make beats in the studio all the time. It's a bit like Diddy. Like Diddy sometimes might make beats, sometimes might just have his programmers make beats. But at the end of the day, they just put everything together and execute it from that angle of production. Whereas I'm more of a performing producer. I will play instruments. I will conduct an orchestra. I will score, write music or score music or whatever. So it's it, it's a different lane in the sense mm. of what I mm. do. Mm. I feel like it's a lot more hands-on musically. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It's not just me. Just being practical with it. Yeah, because there's, for example, there's lots of DJs, even in Ghana, who are like, hey, DJ, blah, 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 featuring whoever. And sometimes they'll just buy a beat from someone from wherever. Do you get me? Or Manachali, some 500 Ghana beat. But that's cool. Like, I'm not taking anything away from that. Everyone's got their own path. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. yeah. But everything you hear me play, everything that I release... Like, I've, I don't even sample anything. I've played everything from absolute scratch. I've sat there, I've composed it, I've thought about it, I've constructed it, I've produced it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's the difference in that sense. But as an easy, digestible thing, okay, it's like an EJ Gallagher, like... <laughs> no, but, like, this is, <laughs> this is really, like, um, like a bit of eye-opening because it's just, yeah. like, a lot of things that we have we have to learn from your perspective and yeah, yeah. knowing... What, what exactly it is right yeah. so um i mean this is uh i would i want to end here because no nah, cool know, we have a lot to yeah do, we could you know? yeah yeah definitely and just like you know everything that you know we will talk about later on is yeah. just you saying the music part of things yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah so um we're gonna end this year right cool all good really all good, all good. Nah, it's been dope man thank yeah, you and um, through. before we leave i would want play just one song Right, okay. so the newest one that you have now, um, or maybe just the producer's choice. So you tell me what. Yeah, I mean, song you yeah, yeah, I play. mean, yeah. Like, why not? Like, so catchy, catchy, um, which is Mike's quest, and Alvin Boy, Ifia, and Camilo. Um, yeah, really love that record. And even in the video, actually, you see, like, I was like working with just a quick, just yeah, a quick one. Yeah. Um, the guys with like the, the violin, the string players and stuff. And the other day someone was like, oh yeah, they called me up because he wanted to book them. Um, and I said that, hey, but they are actually like, they're not just miming. Like if you watch the video, the beginning of the video, you can hear that they're actually playing live um, because I had to like score it for them. And then they, do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so that's my lane anyway. But yeah, let's just get into that track. All right. Let's get right. into that. So you had it here first. Um, we come your way again on the next episode and we promise nothing but the best, the part next door. So check the song out, Kachi Kachi, and let us know what you think. Number one, number one, number one.
never gone fed On Belbia, she said nobody else I wanna K-I-S-S you Don't get it confused My love for you, it be true, true, true I had a throw, catch my love You didn't make a catch, catch it good I had a throw, catch my love You didn't make a catch, catch it good I had a throw, catch my love You didn't make a catch, catch it good I had a throw, catch my love I don't pretend, I know the line I need you for my bed When I see you at the supermarket You will learn with the make a fee sign check Well, I get the fever, I know feel fever Dirty for your love, but me I know be fever Girl at the shiva, make you believe See ya, make you deceive ya I wanna K-I-S-S you Don't get it confused My love for you, it be true, true, true I had a throw, catch you my love You didn't make a catch, catch it good. I didn't throw, catch my love. You didn't make a catch, catch it good. I didn't throw, catch my love. You didn't make a catch, catch it good. I didn't throw, catch my love. cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.